0: I have lots of memories of Balna Dara. You can't grow up in a place and not have huge memories. Uh, One of the memories that I enjoy is looking out the window of my home and watching the fishermen bring the nets in. They don't do that anymore. And on a really good day, there'd be 30 fish, 30 salmon in a net. And they'd be packing the salmon with clubs, which I didn't like, you know, with blood splattering a bit. That wasn't the best part, but still. The fact that, you know, uh, the salmon fishing was good. <laughs> it was good for Balna, And, uh, oh, lots and lots of memories. Memories, wonderful memories of my parents, obviously, my grandparents. Uh, um, my grandfather was a lawyer, and he had retired because he didn't have very good health. So my grandmother had died at this stage. She died when um, I was a bit younger than you. I was about 10 when she died. And so my grandfather was living alone in a manor in Balna, and... He didn't know how to talk to a child, but he had a real audience in me, if he'd only talked to me as an adult, which he did, about law and cases and cases against tenants, you know, tenants against landlords, the kind of cases he was doing before he retired. And that gave me a great interest in the possibility of law being good for bringing about change, bringing about improvement in people's lives.
1: And when you became president in 1990, it was a huge step forward for women in Ireland. Your term ended in 1997. How do you think the role of women in Irish society has progressed the then?
0: It's an interesting question because there has been progress, but I think many of us feel not as much as we would have liked. You know, it was an opportunity. People saw that this was uh, a key door that had opened, a glass ceiling that had gone. and uh, they, And somehow there's still a kind of conservative pull, in a way, in Irish society. It's harder for women to make it politically. It's harder, sometimes it's the hours of the doll. it's the hours of the local authority, Um, it's the child-minding responsibility that women still primarily have, etc. All of the things we know. But I, I still am very impressed by the younger women who are coming through and whom I enjoy seeing making a difference. And I think the two referenda that we had in Ireland, which were driven by young people um, on the same-sex marriage and on the um, uh, abortion referendum, were really significant. They were significant because they were young people understanding we've got to give space to people, we've got to uh, open up as a society. And that was continuing what I was trying to do when I was president. So I was really very proud of the Ireland we've become. And part of that is women playing more of a role but not as much as I would like to see and I think many women would like to see.
1: And with both yourself and your foundation doing such inspirational work for climate justice, I want to know how do you feel about the Fridays Future campaign led by Gretchen Thunberg and the young people?
0: Oh, I feel very, very impressed. Very impressed because this is a truth to power. It's based on an understanding of the ex- seriousness of the crisis. I often say the climate crisis is worse than we think. It's happening more quickly than the scientists had been predicting. And at the same time, we have the frameworks and the possibility of being able to deal with it if we have the political will. And so that's where we are. And thanks to the children and Fridays for Future and the support that they get from schools, from education, from parents, um, they are really... Reminding us of the most acute climate injustice, the intergenerational injustice. That we are not preparing the world for our children and grandchildren. How can we not be doing that? How can we not be doing what will make a good world for our children and grandchildren? It drives me crazy. I'm an angry granny sometimes. You know, it drives me nuts (laughs) when I think about it.
1: Um, Do you feel it's justified to have these students in school or do you believe there's other ways to
0: Oh, I think, you know, going out and making a statement and being part of a movement is very educational. I have no doubt about that.
1: Um, Of all the positions you've held over the years, which do you enjoy most Dubai?
0: Well, you said the word enjoy. The greatest honour was to be President of Ireland. Um, I'm lucky enough that each stage of my life, most of which is not really very planned, is enjoyable. I'm enjoying now. I'm enjoying being more relaxed, being able to be funnier than I used to be, um, being uh, able to see a holistic kind of life of what I have seen and what I have learned. And it's give back time. Give back time in every sense. You know, the elders that I'm chair of now were elders who are not trying to achieve anything more. We're trying to. You know, share whatever we've learned and whatever wisdom we have, but do it in a very humble way and do it with no ego attached. And I I love that um, stage of my life. Uh, I love being a granny and I have six grandchildren. Wow, you know, that's pretty good. And that boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. I mean, who could ask for more?
1: (laughs) And what advice would you give to your 18 year old self?
0: To my 18 year old self. Uh, I think it would be uh, to be a little bit more relaxed and humorous and kindly with people and not quite so judgmental about what I wanted to see change, even though I wanted to see a lot of change. I think I was a little bit driven with that change and, uh, you know, sharp edges to it. Uh, I think looking back, I'd have said to that 18-year-old, you know, people need to be encouraged to embrace change. They need to be, you know, I, I, I started the family planning bill and it caused a huge reaction because people weren't ready for it. And I underestimated that you've got to prepare the ground sometimes, you've got to move with people. And I think now I'd be a little more patient and kindly and hopefully humorous because I really believe that humor is very helpful.
1: And that's the is there any song that reminds you of your time in Arseneau, sir. Or-
0: Oh, my God. Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. (laughs) The song of my campaign. I never want to hear it again. Don't please sing it for me. (laughs)